Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. All right, yesterday in the program, we began a series on the Lord's Prayer, although we haven't even actually given the Lord's Prayer yet. Uh, but we wanted to give some you know, prefatory remarks on how to think about prayer, why prayer is so hard, if God is sovereign, why do we even pray? And, and on the program yesterday, we've kind of finished with all of us acknowledging around the circle that prayer is hard. So we wanted to begin today by, by saying, okay, what are, what are some practical things that you, pastor, do to kind of alleviate that difficulty in prayer? Well, there are... There are a multitude of aids to prayer, and probably the the primary one is is found right in the smack in the middle of the Bible, the book of Psalms. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Psalms have been called the prayer book of the Bible. They are inspired words given to us by God so that we can give them back to God in prayer. And uh, so I just it's my own personal prayer discipline. I, I always start my morning prayer with a psalm. And just pray through one of the Psalms, and uh, I just kind of go through go through the Book of Psalms in in order, and uh, or there are particular Psalms that I'll go to in a particular time of need. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a great way to start your prayer, and and also for me, um, just by way of admission, the the language of praise does not come naturally to me for whatever reason. I, I need the help of the Psalms. When it comes to rightly praising God, mm-hmm. um, I, I just I get I get tongue tied for whatever reason. I'm, I'm I'm good at I'm good at asking. I always know uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> what my needs are, and that just comes out really easily. But I need the help of the Psalms uh, for for praise, and just really recommend starting your prayer time with a Psalm. I I would have said the same thing. The Psalms are an excellent place to start. In fact, you know, the best thing we can do is pray scripture back to God. Yeah. Um I think that in a in a generalized sense, you know, people have used a, an acrostic called acts, adoration, confession, uh thanksgiving and then supplication. We you know, as Phil said our our request, our supplications are the easy part, you know, but uh, you, we start with adoration of who God is. We mm-hmm. confess our sins and we humble ourselves before him and you know, we are recognizing our dependence upon God and and then thanksgiving for the things that he has already done thanksgiving for the gifts that he's already given every good and perfect gift comes down from the father above in whom there is no turning we're told in James mm-hmm. and so we begin to uh, we we have um, a room for thanksgiving in our prayer and then and then our supplications because God does uh, want us to cast our cares upon him because he cares for us mm-hmm. and when we when when we we pray with uh, thanksgiving um, then that peace of God uh, which passes understanding guards our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus 
this is a little bit different direction, but I, I think. Can you just answer the question? No. Good grief, man. I am. I'm going to just answer it differently. <laughs> there are, um, I think all of us have a, what I would call a squirrel tendency. Um, it's like my dog. Um, you say the word squirrel, he's, he's all over the place. And I think our minds work that way. And so I think Jesus gives us at, at least uh, some help with praying in his introductory remarks in, in Matthew 6. Um, when, he, you know, when he tells us to go into your room and shut the door. What, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes people will say, well, why do you fold your hands and close your eyes when you pray? Because I'm trying not to be distracted. There's nothing mystical. You don't have to pray to God with your eyes shut. Right. But it might help you pray with your eyes shut. Um, there's, nothing, there's no command in, in Scripture that says close your eyes when you pray. Right. So why do we do that? We do that not out of, out of just, well, I think a lot of people just do it because they think they're supposed to. We, we do it to try to lessen the distractions. Yeah. And so for me, part of being more faithful in prayer is to set aside the distractions. I'm not going to have my phone anywhere near me yeah. when I'm in a time of prayer because it's going to ding or go off or, or vibrate or, or whatever. Or you're going to look at it. And then you're going to look at it. Yes. So mm-hmm. remove those things, which can be a distraction. Um, so try to isolate yourself. You know, you don't have to have a prayer closet, mm-hmm. but it might not be a bad idea to have a prayer closet. Mm-hmm. Um, a place where you can go and vent your soul out yes. loud, even mm-hmm. to where you're not ashamed of what other people, you know, they're not going to hear you. Yep. And so I would say, try to find that place that is the least distracting for you. Yeah. So I'm not going to have my study materials at hand because my temptation is to say, oh, I better start. I better get going. I better. Um, so I try to, to, to put myself in a place where is, it's not where I normally work. It's not where I normally do have an other routine that that is where I read and pray. Yeah. And it's hopefully the place that has the fewest amount of distractions for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to piggyback on what um, Phil and Jonathan said about using scripture as the, the platform to prayer. Uh, George Mueller, he was a guy who ran that orphanage in England back in the 19th century. And he, his own testimony bears witness to where he would get up early in the morning and p- try to pray for like an hour and then read scripture. And he found out how disastrous that was to his prayer life because it took him like an hour just to where his mind would get focused. And then he discovered that scripture was the fuel for prayer. And uh, th- there's a verse in Romans 10, many of you are probably familiar with it, where it says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. That is not a verse just for non-Christians. That doesn't just tell us how non-Christians come to saving faith. That's actually a verse for Christians. The reason why prayer is hard is because you lack faith. How do you gain faith? Through scripture. So one of the most powerful ways that I've found um, in catapulting me into scripture is to start reciting those verses that that I've memorized in my heart and then reciting them and, and meditating on them force me then to remember how great God is to, mm-hmm. in saving a sinner like me. So that's that's the advice I'd give. Okay, so speaking of uh, Matthew 6, that's where we're headed now. Uh, Jesus, of course, cares how we pray. Um, in Matthew 6, this is the place where it's commonly called the, the Lord's Prayer. He says this in verses 5 and 6. He says, when you pray, you must Did not... you just do air quotes? Yes, they, I guess they can't see air no, quotes, I'm right? Just... <laughs> <laughs> the Lord's Prayer. So when I go, the Lord's Prayer, those are air quotes, so... Mm-hmm. You guys can just throw something at me if you want. So Jesus said, when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners 
that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, shut the door, pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. So two questions here. What does it mean to pray like a hypocrite? And should we seek reward in prayer? Well, I think that, you know, I mean, there's many ways when we pray like hypocrites. We pray like hypocrites when we're, we pray and are simply trying to use God. Uh, we, we come to him say, saying, you know, I've got my goals. I've got my things that I want to ha- be happy about. I have, I have these things that will make me comfortable. Uh, Lord, what do I have to do to get these things? It's, in one sense, that's, you know, we're, we're really praying in a hypocritical fashion. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're using God rather than uh, coming to prayer as a service to him. But there's other people and they will, you know, um, I can still remember as a child, there was a, there were, there was a prayer meeting in our church and there was one a particular individual who would show up pray for an interminable amount of time and then would get up and leave <coughs> their work was done you know <laughs> and and they they came to to be seen of men <laughs> yeah <clears throat> there there's a great story about the evangelist uh, 19th century evangelist Dwight L Moody that uh, one of his mass meetings uh <clears throat> he had invited a local minister to give the opening prayer and this guy got up uh, to give the prayer, and apparently he'd never been in front of an audience that big, and it just he got caught up in the moment and just started praying and went on and on and on and on and on. Finally, Moody stepped to the front of the flat, the front, the front of the platform, and at the top of his lungs said, "While our brother continues in silent communion with the Lord, we will proceed with our meeting." <laughs> um, Jesus is warning. The key phrase there in Matthew 6 is in order to be seen by others, mm-hmm. in order to be seen. Uh, in fact, when he says, don't be a hypocrite, uh, the, the Greek word hypokritai uh, is, uh, or hypokritos is, uh, it, it means actor. Mm-hmm. And in order to be seen, the verb is theothenai, it's the root of our word theater. Mm-hmm. Don't be an actor on a stage. Right. And there is a place for public prayer, obviously, but just make sure you're talking to God. There's a pl- place for public prayer. There's a place for group prayer. There's, you know, it's not always going to your closet because we pray uh, for one another, with one another, and that's an important aspect of, of prayer as well. Yeah, I actually think the greatest danger of of this verse is is for those of us sitting around this room yeah. that that sure. do congregational prayer every week in our churches. Mm-hmm. Because the temptation is to pray for the people that are sitting in the pew, for their for their benefit, um, and I'm not saying for their spiritual benefit, but to be seen by them, to be heard by them, to 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 try to quote unquote impress them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many a minister I've sat under a congregational prayer where they were actually preaching in their prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, shame yes. on them. Yes, <laughs> um, that's a sermon not, over their shoulder. Is yeah, yeah. I mean, are, are, do we really have the arrogance to think that we preach to God? Because that's who the recipient of the prayer is. Mm-hmm. And if we're preaching in our prayer, what we're really doing is we're preaching to God. And we need to remember whose presence we're in, and mm-hmm. it's not those in the pew. And so I think one of the greatest warnings for me week after week when I go up to the congreg- congregational prayer is, am I praying to impress, right. or am I praying as 
a humble servant who has the great privilege of coming to his heavenly father on behalf of the people that he's right. lovingly allowed me to shepherd. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole different mindset. And I, I will tell you, every week, it's it, it's a, a challenge afresh mm-hmm. that you have to, to die to self and say, no, I'm praying to God on behalf of these people. I'm not praying to impress this people. Yeah. So the last part of verse 6 says... Um, when you get pray, go into your room. And this is talking about private prayer. We recognize there's other types of prayer. When you pray, go into your room, shut the door, pray to your father who's in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Um, prayer is about reward. Prayer is about getting a benefit from from on our end. I mean, think about it, brothers. Um, when we pray, what do we add to God? Do we are we giving him any new information? Are we helping? Are we giving him counsel on how to run the universe? No, it's a it's one way traffic in that respect. I mean, we're glorifying God. There's no doubt about it. But the benefit is us, and Jesus here is holding this reward out. He says, "Your Father who sees in secret will reward you." So, brothers, what's the reward here? What is this reward that Jesus is? Because I tell you what, this has been one of the greatest motivations for me. I pray this prayer back to God. I pray these verses back to God often. I'm like, Lord, you say that the Father sees me and He will reward me. So come. Please reward me. What is the reward that Jesus is talking about here? I think first and foremost, it's himself. Mm. That the reward is is true communion with God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, Nobody's going to uh, argue uh, with uh, that, uh, I guess. Ultimately, that, <laughs> I agree. that's what it is. It's, yep. it's communion with him. We, yeah. get to, we get to know God more fully through that, and we yeah. get to know our hearts more fully as well. He rewards, he rewards those that seek him. Yeah. And I think that part of it is that the reward is not just knowing God and communing with God, but it's being aligned with him. Yeah. Right. That our our wills, our spirit, our who we are comes more into conformity to him. And Amen. I think there's a, a deep reward there. Amen. Well, you've been listening to the Gospel for Life. We hope we've encouraged you to pray. If you have any questions that you'd like answered on the air, just go to info at reformationboise.com and submit your question, and we would love to answer them. We'll see you next time. 